Uh, is that a thing? Oh, hello. I didn't see you there, but welcome. Oh. This is a podcast. Did you forget to? <laughs> no, I didn't forget it. It's been anything. a while since we've done this. Who, who are we? Where are we? What's happening? Welcome, everybody, to Good Bad Show. My name is Andy. And I'm Matt. This is a podcast where I try and make Matt cool. Well, I'm already cool. This is a podcast where I'm already cool. Yeah. Are you, are you cool, Matt? Are you cool? I'm super cool. I'm cooler than you are. You really think you're cool? You're the guy who brings up Magic the Gathering on podcasts. I don't even know what that is. I'm super cool. If you think you're so cool, Matt, how about you take a drag on this cigarette? All right, I'll smoke if that makes me cool. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. I would just dream accomplished. As long as you think I'm cool, I'll smoke. It's fine. I'm glad that you took that bait, Matt, because tonight we're going to talk about smoking. This seems a little too easy, Andy. Are you, are you trying to make a short episode? Is that what's happening? You want to be like, hey, no. is smoking good or bad? Bad, good, done. Episode in the bank. I don't think this is easy because uh, I, I was talking to my partner, Hillary, and she was like, are you recording a podcast? And I said, yes, blah, 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 blah. She said, what are you going to talk about? I said, I think I want to talk about smoking. And we had an extensive conversation about whether or not it was good or bad. So if this conversation is anywhere near as long as that conversation, this should be a, a, a meaty episode. Hmm. I don't know if I'm in for that long conversation. Well, Let's Matt, as somebody one. that just took a real cool drag on a cig, what do you think about smoking? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about real life or not? Because I didn't really, you know, this is, this is podcast make-believe. I didn't really take a drag on a cig. Uh, I think that's technically slander or libel. So uh, you can't lie on air, Matt. That's, that's against the law. It's like a, Oh, so I did. I really did. It's moderated by the FCC. Yeah. As a guy, as a guy who just take a fake drag on a cigarette, seems mm. bad for you. Seems like it'll kill you. Um, I'm not in. Seems like a bad idea. Uh, but see, Matt. So, are you in the position that smoking is objectively bad? I want to say yes. I feel like this is a trap. Yes, yes I'm in that position. It this is, is a trap. trap. What am I walking into? Well, I, let's let's first start by saying that I agree with you. That's uh, one of the reasons I brought this topic up, and to avoid it being a super short show, or we could just end it there, you know, robot or not style. Uh, yeah. If we want to avoid it being a super short show. Uh, I think we should talk about some of the reasons why I think people are all, for the most part, wrong about why they think smoking is bad. Hmm. All right. I'm interested. So w why do you think smoking is bad, Matt? Because it kills you? That was going to be the reason, yeah. Seems like a pretty good reason, right? Seems solid, right? And yet, so many things kill you. Wouldn't you agree? Humans just generally fragile. This is also why I don't skydive, for example. So, I mean, you joke, but would you put skydiving in the same sphere as smoking? It seems like smoking kills you more frequently, it seems, but uh, somewhere in there, I feel like I probably would, uh, actually what's funny is I probably would be like less upset with a friend for skydiving than smoking. Interesting. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't know sure. If that make, I, don't, I, don't I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know why you should be upset at a friend for skydiving. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're just well, saying, saying you I, think they're going to lose their I life. I don't think I would be upset. I don't think I would be upset is what I'm saying. I agree with more you. I also wouldn't about... be upset. Yeah, Matt, anyway. this, is, this is how I'm telling you that I, I skydived. <laughs> I don't want you to be upset. I want to make sure first <laughs> oh my that you God, weren't going to be upset about it. Oh my God, I your parents raised you better than that. But you skydived? I jumped out of a plane. What can I Are say? Are you addicted to it now? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I mean, skydiving is one example. I don't know how to look up these kind of statistics because you're comparing kind of unlike things. But something tells skydiving me Skydiving to oranges? Well, I mean, something, something tells me that if you were to look at, you know, your chances of dying from smoking one cigarette, probably pretty low, right? Oh, yeah. I've smoked one cigarette. I haven't died yet. Remember earlier in the episode where I smoked a cigarette? I That's didn't right. Die. <laughs> well, you're not dead yet, but you we're all dying. So when you eventually <laughs> Wait a die, what? When you eventually no. die, that cigarette no will have told killed me you. this yet. This seems like bad news. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, so if, here's, here's a point of, of trouble. If smoking one cigarette is not going to kill you, 
which I think we can all agree that I would, I would argue smoking one cigarette is probably significantly less dangerous than getting in a car to go anywhere, re your chances of dying. Uh, sure. And if someone has statistics to prove otherwise, I'd love to hear it. So if smoking one cigarette is not bad, uh, then two cigarettes, probably also not that bad, right? Uh, you know, probably there's, there's this slope where we, I don't think we can say something is just all out bad if you have to do a certain amount of it before it actually becomes bad, right? Because you could say the same thing of eating a hot dog, uh, eating one hot dog, not so bad. Eating 500 hot dogs in a week, you died. Yeah, hot dogs just killed you. Like, <laughs> there's a certain thing about that. Uh, so, uh, I, I, hot I sh- dogs, much like heroin. Hot dogs are a lot like cigarettes. If you smoke a hot dog too, I don't recommend that. So, I think the argument that cigarettes are dangerous. It does not tell the whole part of the story because, yeah, sure, they're dangerous. Lots of things are dangerous. Uh, lots of things stand to kill you. Uh, we take risks every day uh, for rewards, right? Like getting in a car is risky. Getting on an airplane is risky, but less risky than getting in a car. Uh, I bike to work every day in, in a big city. Biking on the streets of the city is, is risky to a certain degree. All these things, I, I didn't mean to focus entirely on transportation, but I, e- eating any kind of meal is somewhat risky, right? Eating any kind of meat, it sure. might have diseases in it. Like, it does seem like do- there's a difference, though. When I said skydiving and you said biking to work and eating food, those seem like different things. Well, I don't even know how dangerous skydiving is, which is why I kind of wanted to back out of that. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of these things where you won't believe how safe skydiving is. I yeah, it might no be not, not safe at all. But I was bringing up examples of things you don't have to do to live. Well, yeah. So that's, that's one example. Uh, yes, you do have to do all those other things I said to live, which is just to say they're at the extreme end of the risk-reward spectrum. The reward is you get to have a job. Uh, you know, if you're willing to transport or yourself. Or a sandwich. Yeah, or you don't starve. That's also a pretty good reward. So for those rewards, we are certainly willing to risk something. Uh, Skydiving. Uh, Skydiving has some risk associated with it, and the reward is not tangible, right? Like you're not landing. (laughs) The reward is you're not skydiving anymore. The reward is it ends. Uh, So there's a risk reward there too. The reward is not as quantifiable. You don't get to say. If you don't skydive, you're going to starve. Or if you don't skydive, you don't get to have a job. You don't get to support yourself and your family. Well, unless it's a skydiving instructor. You'll get to say, (laughs) (laughs) You're right. For some people, Matt, for some people, skydiving is essential. They must skydive. Especially, especially imagine a person that that's their calling. That's the only thing they're good at. They, they can't even have another job because the only thing they're, they're able to do competently is skydiving instructor. Man, the variables in this thing are very complicated. Uh, you know, these discussions are never simple. And that's why we have this podcast for it. So yeah. the reward there, obviously, less tangible unless you're a skydiving instructor. But people do it, right? Uh, I'm, yep. not, I'm sort of not making the argument because people do it. It's good. But they do it for a reason, and the reason is because they're getting something out of it, right? They are personally, on an individual level, getting some reward out of skydiving such that they continue to do it. Uh, Do we have to say the same thing about cigarettes? If you're doing it, are you getting something out of it? Yeah, you get a little kick out of it. Yes, people get something out of it. And I'll have to admit here that I don't... I've heard the argument that smoking a cigarette is calming, uh, largely because it, like, forces you to breathe in a certain way, and you focus on your breathing, and it's, like, a thing to distract you, and, like, an affectation that will kind of hold mm-hmm. your attention for a little bit. Uh, beyond that, I struggle to empathize with the appeal of cigarettes. I, I get the, like, uh, To be cool. fair, though, you're a guy who barely understands drugs. Like, you don't even like coffee. So, like, of course you're not going to like a cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also don't understand cool. I don't understand a lot of things. <laughs> my, my whole life is a journey of trying to understand these things. So, so yeah, 
I have a hard time empathizing with it, but I understand and recognize that people obviously are getting something out of it or else no one would ever start smoking ever. Right. So that seems like a thing. Um, so if we're in agreement that some amount of smoking is probably fine, even if it's way less than, uh, than most people are, are doing, uh, and if we're in agreement that some people are getting something out of this, then how can we say this is objectively bad uh, if, I guess I should ask, Matt, do you also believe skydiving is objectively bad? I feel like that's one of those things where I personally am like, have no interest in doing it. It seems really stupid to me. So that's why I brought that up as an example. And most people are like, what? Why not? Why not skydive? And I feel like, well, because if I died, it'd be my own fault. And I'd feel really stupid about it. I'd be a dead, stupid person. I wouldn't have the chance to feel bad. But if I were alive to experience it, I'd feel bad about it. Is that it actually dumb. the reason why you wouldn't skydive? Because if you died that way, it would be an embarrassing way to die. Well, it seems terrifying. How both true of is those that? things? Can it be both of those things? It, it, the terrifying thing can be real. I, I just mean, yeah. yeah, it can be both of those things. Um, it's just an example that comes to mind when I think of like a thing I don't have to do that could kill me that seems like people do and I don't understand why. Okay, so uh, how about scuba diving, Matt? Have you been scuba diving? Do you have any interest in that? I have, yeah. So that to me seems, you know, at least on like very rough scales, almost equally as dangerous, right? Like you can probably drown or get some if sort of yeah but if the tank fails you just come up for air and you're fine uh if you come up too fast though you get the bends i'm not t- i haven't been like deep water <laughs> scuba diving i've like practiced in a pool i was pretty safe well what were you practicing for if not going out into the deep water well then we went to then we went to the ocean and we went not that deep when we liked looked at a stingray it was fine it was okay <laughs> my point is that Something can go wrong scuba diving, probably. The yeah, same way it can go wrong skydiving, and here you yes. are, dying in your recreation. Uh, yep. Which one is more likely? I don't know, because you probably say, like, well, if something goes wrong skydiving, you just release the, you know, backup parachute. There's probably other things you can do. Yeah. Um, so you can scream. These things are not bad, right? I mean, that's what I'm trying to get you to say. Like, these are just risks people choose to take, and we have no moral or other judgment to make about them right like if you want to skydive maybe it's not for me but maybe you do want to skydive i'm not going to say that you are wrong or that skydiving as an idea is objectively bad it's just a thing i'm choosing not to take on that's true that is my personal take which now i'm reassessing it should wait which i don't know which i'm reassessing am i reassessing that i should be judging skydivers based on my own personal opinion or i should not be (laughs) judging smokers i don't know where i'm supposed to go with this but maybe one of those things is true i am now picturing you picketing skydiving places and (laughs) just talking about how bad skydiving is there's just like Uh, i want to i want to change the label on parachutes to just be a splat person that's what i want like australia's smoking packs Oh, I get it. Yeah. So, like, you're. you're Do I call you're, them you're, smoking packs? I'm a real cool smoker. I call them smoking <laughs> packs, Andy. <laughs> Hello, uh, shopkeep. I'll take a smoking pack of your <laughs> finest smokerinos. Wait a minute. Are you just two tiny kids standing on each other's shoulders or an adult? One oh, no, smoking the- pack, please, sir. <laughs> Could I have one of your marijuanas as well? Yes. I will also have an alcohols. Uh, like, I would say a single unit of alcohol would be good for me. Yes, one alcohol unit. Now we sound more like an alien or a robot than children stacked <laughs> up in a trench coat. Your, uh, tell me what your humans do for booze consumption. Can I have one of those? <laughs> so, I don't know what you should be con- considering, Matt. I'm having fun picturing you picketing a skydiving thing, but I'm not here to argue now or ever that skydiving is bad, nor is scuba diving, nor yeah. is much riskier recreation. If you want to base jump or you want to race drag cars or like something that is you know, much more dangerous such that, you know, you being injured or hurt is actually like fairly likely instead of just a like weird outside, you know, chance. Yeah. Um, I'm not here to, to judge that or to say that's bad. I have to agree with that. I also, I enjoy sports where people smash their heads together. So I guess I can't be too judgmental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But I am here to say that smoking is bad. Oh, well, good. Because <laughs> I, I agree with you, Matt. Smoking is bad. Oh, good. Uh, I'm glad you... Thank you for uh, entertaining my now totally arbitrary opinion. <laughs> thank you for deconstructing me and now <laughs> attempting to build me back up differently in your image. <laughs> that, that's great. Um, so, yeah, I think the reasoning behind smoking being that it causes cancer or it's bad for you or it eventually kills you. Uh, that I don't think is a valid argument because so many other things do that as well, right? Yes. Um, another example is like, we all know that certain foods we eat are not good for us in the long run, and yet we balance bad foods with good foods, and no one's just, there's very few people out there that are just eating kale salad with protein powder on it, even though that's the thing that has the least likely chance to kill you over time. We all still have a donut, and eating a donut every day, just like smoking a pack of cigarettes every day, you're gonna die eventually from it. <laughs> like, it'll get you. Uh, so... I don't think that's the right way to come at it. Um, I also don't think the way to come at it is the way that I personally feel about it, which is I don't really get it. Uh, like, I don't think saying, you're, like, the well, way there's no reason The way you to. feel about it is the reward is non-existent, whereas that's just how you feel about it. Some people actually see a reward. Yes, I do feel the reward is non-existent. And we're going to focus on, like, cigarettes and maybe even you can throw cigars into this conversation, I think, pretty safely without anything changing you're not gonna say smoking any any other drug does not count in this conversation well yeah i think other things like i i I see the appeal of something like marijuana a heck of a lot more than i see the appeal of something like cigarettes because at least like you're being altered in some way right it's an experience like you're you're getting something out of it and i I understand that some people do get the calming thing i just i can't empathize with the reason for cigarettes but that is not a good reason to say it's bad either like that's just i don't get it right yeah uh, maybe well, I, I think that's probably the reason i don't smoke things. now is because i've smoked the cigarettes before and i thought ah this is nice not so nice that it's worth it but it's nice and did then, you really uh, think it was nice the first time i thought it was gross and then there were times i thought oh this feels good and then uh, but not so good i was like it's worth buying cigarettes or like doing this continually and smelling gross like all the downsides seem way more down than the upsides seemed up sure I had one cigar once, and I just found it to be disgusting. Ooh, I yeah, I never, I always wanted to be a guy who could be like, oh, yeah, I understand what a good cigar is, but uh, I'm not that cool. I don't understand. I'm like, oh, they're all gross. Like, I've had, I've had a cheap cigar, and I've had a Cuban cigar, and they are equal to me, and I don't understand why one is better than the other. Yeah, the one I have is fairly pricey, too, uh, at least as far as I was concerned. I'm sure cigar people have a different scale for that kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't really get it. So... I don't get it, Matt. Sounds like you get it more than I do, but I have, have gotten it and agreed that it's not worth the trade-offs. But that, to me, falls squarely into the realm of subjectivity. Yes. Who cares? It, it doesn't, doesn't fit our value system, but somebody else may find it to be something they're willing to make a trade-off for. So I don't think that fits into our model of trying to label things as undeniably good or bad, because you can deny that right away and just say, no, I like that, so get over it. Well, help me out. I really want to judge everybody. How am I supposed to do that now? <laughs> Is that what people think when they're listening to this show? I don't know. That we're just trying to judge people. <laughs> hey, Andy and Matt, tell me how I can judge my friends for this certain behavior. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope people don't know, know they don't need any help to be judgy. You can just be judgy. That's the thing you can do. You don't mm-hmm. even need a good reason. That, that's, I think, one of the core tenets of being judgy. It's a, great, it's a great thing about being judgmental is you can be a real dick no matter what you do. So here are the actual reasons why I think smoking is undeniably bad. The core of it for me is that smoking, unlike everything else we've mentioned, uh, is something that is engineered to lead to abuse. Uh, in that, the way in which the product is made, it has addictive substances in it, and there are plenty of other things that are also addictive. You can make a strong case for you know, sugary foods or something else having like addictive properties, and that you have some and you want more. Uh, caffeine, similarly. Um, but cigarettes especially have this built into it, and 
the fact that it's built to be abused, it's engineered and designed to be something that people are going to use more than they should. And I'm going to say should is we're going to put in the bucket of we'll almost certainly not get cancer from it. So maybe you smoke a cigarette once every, you know, six months, you know, or you have a cigarette on a holiday, whatever your thing is, um, only when you go to live music. Uh, if, if, you, if you do it on such irregular bases, then yeah, honestly, like it's almost probably, I did a little bit of reading about uh, sort of smoke exposure. And there's a lot of evidence to point to the fact that like, hanging out around a campfire or, you know, having a fireplace in your house or doing some other things that people would not consider to be dangerous is about as much exposure to like carcinogens as smoking a cigarette or two. So it's an occasional thing. I don't see how you can make the argument that it's actually bad. But unlike campfires, unlike uh, fireplaces or scuba diving or skydiving or any other kind of diving, uh, none of those things are A, engineered to be abused, and none of those things uh, is the detrimental side effect like a core part of it. Uh, Like it's always collateral damage, right? Like it's not inevitable that if you scuba dive, you are going to have your tank mm-hmm. fail and you're going to try to come up early and get the bends. That's a actual risk you're taking on. Yeah. Whereas with cigarettes, they are designed and sold to be consumed far more than is safe. And in almost every situation, unless you're a statistical anomaly, if you do abuse them, you will eventually become a victim of sort of their their ill effects. So we're talking specifically so, about like manufactured cigarettes. We're not talking about if you ju- if you were to smoke your own tobacco or something like uh, a thing that is bad for you, but it's not like unless you're saying like nature intended this to be bad. Uh, you're talking about the way people manufacture cigarettes to be worse than if you just roll tobacco. Um, so I don't mean to. I don't think the intent is what makes this bad. I mean, I think cigarette companies are monstrous, horrible organizations. But aren't you saying that it has to be the intent that makes it bad? Because like, I mean, if you just were to smoke tobacco you're just pulling a thing out of the earth and you can't, I don't think you can say it's meant to be addictive, right? Well, that does get kind of rough. Because uh, I, mean, I think that the thing that makes more sense to me is like, okay, well, a cigarette company is very specifically like putting fiberglass in it. So it cuts your lungs and then more, uh, what is the nicotine can seep into your bloodstream and therefore it becomes more addictive. Like all these things are uh, more engineered. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh my God. Cigarettes are terrible. But do you know what I mean? Like, there are things about cigarettes that you would buy at a store that are more addictive than if you were to just smoke tobacco out of a pipe. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm not an expert on this, and I have no idea. Okay. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I can make the statement fairly confidently about cigarettes sold in a store from cigarette company X. Um, I'm trying to, like, extend your comparison of like well i just found this tobacco and i grew it and now i'm smoking it and there's no other third party there's no malicious intent it's just a thing that i do with this thing i found um you you certainly can't say like the tobacco plant is bad right like we can't go to that extremity so the fact this thing exists in nature is not bad um if you take it to like a further extreme and say like oh i just found this rock and i ate it and i uh, eat rocks that i find uh i think you can make the argument that like the behavior of eating rocks is bad like it's not a good thing to do there's clear ramifications as to why it's going to hurt you Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm a little bit torn on that one um i did just look up the fiberglass thing snopes false that's a myth sorry about that oh that's fine i'm actually glad that is not true because i don't want to live in that world (laughs) Also, I don't really understand how the fiberglass would get into your lungs because it doesn't seem like it would be particularly airborne. Anyway, um, glad that's mm-hmm. false. That's horrific. So there's a couple earmarks, I think, that 
don't always mean that something is undeniably bad, but very often times we'll point to that. And that is that when even somebody that is an avid user of the thing wants to not be <laughs> and can't, uh, like when something becomes so addictive yeah. that you don't even like the thing anymore. And I, I'm using like abstractly, right? like you decided that you don't want to do it, whether you, you know, on a like reptile brain level, like it or not, uh, to the point where you can't stop. Uh, then I think it's clear that something is not good about that situation. The, the relationship between you and this behavior or this thing, this substance uh, is not a healthy one. Uh, and when the sort of positive side effects of smoking are nil, I feel like you can pretty easily make the case that the whole thing is just bad. And if you're lucky enough to not become the kind of person that is so destructively addicted to it that, you know, you, you can avoid that, uh, that doesn't, that's not the saving grace of the entire thing. Yeah. Would you say, do you, would you make a case between like a mental addiction and a physical addiction in that case? Like would a thing, would you think a thing would be bad if it's just like mentally addictive but not really all that bad for you, but you would really like to stop, but you can't because it's just this, an obsessive behavior. I got to be honest, I don't, I, I certainly don't know the brain science behind it. And I really don't know how to make a distinction there because, you know, what goes on in your brain is physical to a degree, sure. right? Like we have chemicals and electrical signals. Like it's not like a magical box that things come out of that you have a certain amount of control over. So uh, I'm inclined to say that I don't know where to draw that line. Um, you know, if, like, can you be addicted to playing some iOS game on your phone? Like, right. I get me. I mean, maybe. I guess to agree, you are firing up brain chemicals, and that's a hard thing. But there are like cigarettes, heroin, things that are like chemicals that actually alter your brain and uh, are yeah. like proven to be chemically addictive. That does seem like a different thing than a thing that is um, not not altering your brain with a different chemical than just the chemicals that are already in your brain. That seems like a different thing, but I also don't really know. Like when you like if someone were to say they're a chocoholic, you might be like, "Well, I mean, the guy who smokes cigarettes has a different situation but, than you." I would have some questions, but far be it for me to write somebody off if they think they actually have a chocolate problem. I don't know. They have a problem with chocohol, you know. So I I do agree that there's definitely like. Uh, certainly a difference in like the severity and the directness of addiction when it comes to something like substances like heroin or nicotine or whatever versus, you know, just a behavior that rewards you in a certain way. Uh, part of me wonders, and this is, uh, there's a Star Trek episode sneaking through here. Uh, there's a particular <laughs> Star Trek all, episode. Don't worry, there always will be. There was always a Star Trek episode. There's an episode of The Next Generation uh, wherein believe it's Riker goes on shore leave to, I want to say Ryza, and he comes back from Ryza with this uh, device that was given to him by a resident of the planet, and it's this game that basically you put like this little headband on, it's got a thing you can see, and you play this game where you're supposed to do this like very simple task with your brain, you're supposed to move this like cube into this like funnel or something. And it's just a game, and the idea is this device uh, is engineered such that it basically like slowly takes over your mind just in this sort of game that you're playing like it's not injecting substances into you it's only using like your own brain to begin controlling you which is to say that i would not i'm not ready to write off every addiction that doesn't come from putting a substance in your body as trivial uh because even if maybe right now the best we've done at making things addictive is like facebook where like you feel this social obligation to like check on all your things and get all your little beep boops and your likes and your internet points uh, I, I wouldn't write off the fact that in the future we could engineer something that doesn't put new chemicals in your body, but messes with your brain chemistry so much that it should be classified as just an in, intense 
sort of physical addiction. Right. But I don't know how we got on this topic or how this ah, I just I'm asking all the questions, Andy. I'm asking all the important Smoking's questions. Bad. Just don't smoke. Listen, listen, son. Just don't smoke. You're cool enough as is. This is me, your cool dad, telling you. Well, all I wanted was all I wanted was anyone to tell me that I'm cool. So now I'm not going to smoke. Thank God. You've always been cool. You know about football. Got those earrings. What else makes you cool? I have an encyclopedic knowledge of football plays. Is that additionally oh, cool? That's a whole thing. <laughs> I just got a text from my friend that said, "Your mom just started following me on Twitter." This episode's over. We agree, smoking's bad. <laughs> <laughs>